Welcome. You're listening to Vibes Radio live from Amsterdam. With today's guest, Million. Let's get started. Welcome back to Vibes Radio. My name is Rafi. Next to me is my co-host Johnny Crack. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, man. How are you guys? I'm good because we're here today with none other than Million. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, special guest from Rotterdam. Really nice to have someone from the Rotterdam scene because we're obviously in Amsterdam. Vibes Amsterdam, that's who we are. But we don't really know that much about Rotterdam. We're going to talk a lot about that. But first of all, introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? What are you all about? Yeah, uh, thank you so much for having me. Um, my name is Max, or Million, uh, as I'm called on my tracks. And um, I'm a producer from uh, originally Helmond, which is in the south of the Netherlands. And uh, I've been living in Rotterdam now for uh, about a year. Been exploring the scene there. Um, introduced me to a lot of uh, new music. Uh, club life uh, and has educated me actually quite a quite a lot so um, yeah I'm here to talk about my music Rotterdam scene and uh, and just talk about good music in general yeah what are you all about when it comes to music you're in in the minimal deep vibe but you I think do a lot of other things right you're also tech house you're kind of very diverse in a way but what, what's your main style yeah um So of course it's like uh, I've been finding my sound now for about this year, and uh, as you said, I'm uh, I'm at home in the in the minimal or deep house scene, and um, I think my music, if I if I would describe it, it's more about the the energy or the vibe that I that I want to bring, not as much as um, the sounds that I use or um, or something like that. So I think my my sound could be described as uh, energetic, pretty clean, um, uh, positive. Uh, warm and um, and I like hard hitting drops, so uh, I won't go in. I, I don't make don't make really dark music, um, but I think you could describe it as uh, energetic deep house, energetic minimal. Yeah, happy happy vibes. Happy vibes. All exactly. about the happy vibes and the good vibes. How how did you start your love for house music and how did you start producing? I think a lot is uh, a lot of that is to thank for the the Dutch me living in Holland. Basically, um, when I was about 12, I moved back to Holland, and um, and here it's here music is is so accessible. Um, so of course, I started educating myself, or well, educating like um, finding out what I liked. So I started with like more basic deep house, and uh, I've been listening to that since I was about 13 years old, and um, I've I started actually. Uh, DJing around 13 as well with a good friend of mine. You might actually know him. His name's Creature. He was on the the Andhira VA as well. And uh, from then on, since I started DJing, you kind of find out what you like to play. Um, I started production as well around 13 years old, and um, I always stuck to to deep house house. And uh, mostly, the more you do it, the more you get into underground sounds. And uh, that that kind of led me to where I am now, the the sound that I like to play and make. And was there one specific DJ who uh, who you were inspired the most? 
I think that 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 kind of change uh, changes for me. Uh, the more I get into uh, into the music I love, the more you find out what resonates w uh, with you the most. Um, I think what resonated with me when I was um, when I started to like deep house, it was mainly uh, the English scene, um, a bit of Amsterdam deep house as well, but a lot of great names in in uh, in England just just made stuff that I. Uh, I was like, wow, what is this stuff? Like Shadow Child, Josh Butler, you know, stuff like that. Mm. And um, they made uh, Deep House very attractive to me. Yeah. Mm. You said you moved back to Am to Holland. Where did you live before that? Uh, in Switzerland. Oh. Uh, not by choice, but um, <laughs> when I was younger. You got kidnapped. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then by, uh, by chance, I got back to Holland when I was around 12. No, um... But uh, yeah, I moved back to Holland when I was 12, um, lived in, in Helmond. Not the best place to be if you want to get into Deep House, of course. People don't really uh, listen to that stuff there. In, in Helmond? In Helmond, it's exactly. It's more like uh, Carnival and that stuff. <laughs> uh, that, that is the general view. Um, I think if you want to get into this, uh, this music, Rotterdam, where I live right now, is, is, is the right place to be. So yeah. uh, I'm super happy with that. Yeah. Yeah, let's get right into into that about the the Rotterdam scene, the minimal scene, the tech house scene, yeah. the underground scene, everything going on there. W what's happening there? Obviously, there's really nice tech house clubs there that are filled with great artists every night. Yeah. Is it the artists that are just really good? Why is the scene going so well there? To be honest, um, I think a lot of talent is coming from from Rotterdam now as well. I think Amsterdam has um is is leading in in production uh, like the big boys in uh, in our uh, scene um you know talk about Stussy, Toman, etc are coming from Amsterdam or or the region um but i think in the in the coming years Rotterdam is going to going to really make their moves like i know a lot of people now in the scene that i've been i've been sitting with them in the studio and then they're bringing a new sound really groovy uh really tight um uh less uh, deep based, more groove based, so um, maybe less vibe, but but definitely like like straight groovers for in the clubs, yeah. And for example, what DJs from Rotterdam are the upcoming ones? I'd have to think of uh, Dunde or Jumbuck, um, and there are a lot of more DJs that, especially now. I was this weekend. I was um, in uh, in Reverse with uh, with Sub with with the, uh, which is a collective. Um, those that collective has has great DJs, but for production, I would uh, look to Dundee and Jambak, who are uh, you know they're 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 really growing and and they're really good at what they do. Yep, a million as well. Million, don't I would for, <laughs> don't forget. Yeah, but about million. How did that name? What's the story about it? Yeah, so the name. I think that's always a big thing for uh, for a DJ. <laughs> you know, you have to commit to it. Um, but it, it's quite straightforward, and I'm, I'm still really happy with it. It's uh, you say Maximilian, so you know that there's million in there. I've, I've been called Maximilian quite a few times, and uh, my surname or my last name is um, is uh, the lion in Dutch. So million, you know, it has lion in it as well. Ah. One L, that's where it comes from. Yeah, that's actually yeah. It's straightforward, but it's uh, cool. It has uh, a yeah. nice ring. It's not like it, you know, it has a meaning. Yeah, right. exactly. It has a meaning. Exactly. Yeah. Right. I, you know, uh, I still have the problem that sometimes people write million with two L's, which is, uh, you know, it's, yeah. it's not nice to see on billboards, but... Uh, but you want to make a million, right? Uh, that's One that's day. the goal. <laughs> First of all, we have to discuss something, uh, something called Corona, which has been 
going on. Yeah, yeah Wait, I don't know. What is that? Corona? Yeah. yeah, it's this little <laughs> little thing. Uh, yeah, obviously it's been very heavy and crazy time yeah. for DJs, for artists, everyone involved in in this industry, in this scene. How did you feel your your Corona days? Obviously, you, you so you played an event this weekend. Was this your first one again? Uh, yeah, this was my first um, event that was on the map, should I say? because yeah. <laughs> we had some uh, our parties of our own. But um, yeah, this was the first real one. Um, but of course, it's it's been it's been super silent since uh, what is it like December or or, or January, and. Um, you know, it, it hasn't hit me as hard as it might have hit uh, the bigger boys, you know, who are uh, dependent on it. But um, I started my study this year on the Erasmus University, actually quit uh, because it wasn't for uh, for me, not because uh, per se uh, music. And a month later, Corona hits. I wanted to work the rest of my year, but um, I was kind of uh, stuck empty handed. handed. So um, I, 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 I thought, you know, maybe this is an opportunity as well. Started producing a lot, um, really uh, got where I wanted to be in production. Made uh, made some tracks and um, and that yeah that's that's how I've 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 coped with it until now. So you approached it hands on, no wasting time. No wasting corona. time, and I must Very say good. yeah exactly. I, I must say it kind of caught up to me, you know, being like uh, I, I live in my Rotter, uh, in, in Rotterdam um, and have. Um, like basically if I want to I can produce every day all day and um, it kind of caught up to me I was I was in it too much and when you don't have the clubs to actually experience and and really feel the music um, like eventually you have to take a break and, and your yeah. tank is is empty yeah yeah because you also get inspiration from clubs right from seeing yeah. crowds and, yeah. and from feeling the vibe that the songs create yeah exactly yeah. I would I would say that's uh, the biggest thing for uh, for a producer is you know if you're not in the in the actual place where you're gonna gonna be playing your tracks you you don't know what they do with the crowd mm -hmm. so that for me that's been the biggest uh learning experience actually like playing in the clubs where i want to play my music and knowing what works and what doesn't yeah so what experience in what club was your peak what did where, where did you let learn the most and where where do you think here i want to come back here once yeah um i uh begin this year there uh, I, I started to um to explore rotterdam and there's one club that that stood out i came there the, the first like uh, house party i took was was there it's toffler i think you guys know it yeah and um i i got to toffler and i said yo this this is the for me right now the holy grail you know I, i'd love to play here it's it's like the the sound system the vibe it's it's also intimate so pure um it's all about the music and um and i started looking for ways to actually play there because they they only book uh quite big djs on the saturdays um but they do have a few um additions so i started looking around and i got in touch with um with sebas which is um sebastian uh, really good guy and he actually organizes um, uh, on the house which was a student uh, party in Toffler and I got in touch with him told him like you know I'm a student at uh, Erasmus this is what I do and I got the chance to play in uh, playing Toffler for the first time and every month since then I've, I've been playing in Toffler I've, I've been there for seven times and I can tell you if there's one place where you can learn to DJ and, and learn to appreciate tracks it's 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 in Toffler every month. Yeah. 
Well, there you go. And how how long was it ago that you said I want to play there? I think that's that's must have been around September uh, last year. Last year. Well, yeah. There you go. Less than a year. He played there seven times. Yeah. So it's not going bad. Let's let's keep it at that. Uh, that you that made a good start. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and of course you're saying you you played at Toffler, one of the biggest clubs in Rotterdam, but you play your music there. So we're going to listen to your music. But before we do, uh, I'm interested in how do you start your process in the studio? How do you get inspired for for a track? And when do you know it's the right moment? And yeah, yeah when you when you finish the track? Yeah, um, for me, I think it's, it's pretty personal, but um, I want to get into the studio fresh. Um, I, I noticed that, you know, after a party or a after listening to a track that really uh, resonates with me, I'm, I'm, I'm the best in the studio because I have this inspiration or I just have this vision of what feeling I want to bring to my track. For me, the best is if I have just a, a clear day, I can just start, uh, you know, at 10 o'clock in the morning and I can just bang on until 12 o'clock in the evening, haven't eaten a thing. And, uh, you know, I, I can just totally be in that track. And most of the times that works works well for me. Some, t some of the times it um, screws with my head a little, as you might expect. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but that's how I, uh, I like to take on projects. Yep. But you kind of you plan it really well. You're going to like, okay, today from 10 o'clock in the morning, I'm going to yeah. wake up, have breakfast and just produce. It's yeah. so interesting to me that every artist has such a different approach. One is just gets inspiration out of nowhere. One is like, okay, tomorrow at 10 a.m. I'm going to sit here and work on this and I'm going to yeah. finish it. It's more like, yeah, I mean, it's always like a business yeah. approach or more yeah. structured. Yeah, definitely. And I, I can totally um, also say that, you know, when you have 10 minutes and you start a, um, a little project, that can like bring out dreams that that you wouldn't have expected from yourself but um yeah. but i i just love to to make my time free and and be able to focus on uh, on the music so what's the first track we're going to hear from you uh, i think it's down the rabbit hole uh which is going to be released on blind vision and it's not the a side of the ep it's actually uh, that's nine to five so it's going to be the nine to five ep on uh, blind vision but um down the rabbit hole is the the last track that I made for the EP and, and until this day it's actually my favorite track on there. Tell us a little bit about the process. How did it go? How long yeah. did it take until you thought th this is it? This is my track. Yeah. Um, so initially I, I actually sent three uh, tracks or yeah, I sent three tracks to um, uh, the Blind Vision uh, email. And, and got a response. He said, um, uh, they said, you know, we love the track uh, or the tracks, we'd like to sign it, um, but we'd like a fourth track. So um, I, I with, you know, with loads of, uh, with motivation, I got into the studio exactly the way, as I said uh, just now. And uh, I, I banged out uh, down the rabbit hole in one day and that, like that same evening, I sent it to him and I s said like, you know, this is the fourth track. What do you think of it? Um, if you don't like it, that's fine. And uh, he said, you know, we, we like it. Uh, well, we're gonna put it on the EP. And um, and after that, uh, we did that. Um, I was able to mix them, uh, mix the tracks a bit, and I actually scrapped uh, one of the older tracks. So finally, it's 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 a uh, it's a, a three-track EP, and the last track that I made in with time pressure is my uh, is my favorite track. Yep. Awesome. Let's listen to it. Let's do it.
nice track, man. Thank Tell you us so the much. story behind this track. Uh, yeah, so this track, as I said, it's uh, it's the last track I made for the the Blind Vision EP, and um, I wanted to do something uh, a bit nostalgic uh, with the vocal because I was, for me, it's really important to have like uh, the to find the soul of the track, and sometimes that's a vocal or that's like a, a little element that you don't hear hear in in other tracks. So I was looking for that um, on the internet. You know, YouTube is a, is a great source to actually just rip little uh, little uh, samples. And I came across um, uh, the old version of the Alice in Wonderland movie, and uh, right before she falls into, I think the you know the the Wonderland world, she falls into this rabbit hole, and um, I think she's following like a rabbit that uh, that says he's late for a party, and he jumps into the hole, and she she follows her Alice. Um, and eventually she says before she falls in what a peculiar place to have a party um, and that was just that was it for me that was you know I have to use that and yeah. um, and I kind of built the the break which is quite like dreamy quite uh, yeah quite dreamy I built that around that and uh, and that's how I came up with down the rabbit hole that's funny that's you're funny. a man with stories behind everything <laughs> <laughs> Yo, tell us about what you just said the soul of the track yeah I've never I've never heard a, a house producer say it like that before. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I thought about this before I came here, and um, for me, it's like quite a lot of house producers like to make make grooves and uh, you know just like club weapons, and you know you, you can make a whole EP with with grooves that you make like in a day, and then you mix them, and um, you know, bam, you have like and and a, a good producer can make the sickest grooves. Um, but uh, for me, it's uh, I really want to have. Uh, I want to find the soul of a track before I I start arranging, um, and because of that, I think I need like some special element or something that catches me uh, that makes the track like really different to um, to what I did before or, or what I've heard before. Um, and for me, that's the the soul of the track. So that can be like this vocal. Um, or uh, in the track that we're gonna listen to in a in a second, hallucinate. That's like uh, the there's this really strange piano before the before, before the drop, um, and and when I find that in a song, the the rest is 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 like easy sailing. It's mm. it it's, it comes naturally. For me, the the bottleneck in my production process is like actually finding um, the soul of the track, which can be like this really small thing that just tells me like you know this is where we're going with the track this is what it's going to be like and this is the feeling that people uh, are going to get when they listen to it so without some kind of element mm -hmm. the, the the song isn't finished for you but yeah. do you search for the element at the start of the before you produce it or yeah. can it be after normally I, I i start a project just building a groove uh building you know some nice elements, and I kind of have an idea where where I want to go before um, before like uh, starting a project and when I'm building the groove. But around like uh, three or, or four hours after starting the groove, I'm I I'm looking for um, this thing in the track that catches me and tells me um, how it has going. to be finished. Yeah, and and what kind of track it it's gonna be. So when when do you know? 
for sure that you found it. Ooh. I mean, you say like a strange piano or a little vocal, but yeah. when do you know it's the right piano or the, or the right vocal? Uh, that's a difficult I, question. It's a really difficult yeah. question because that's what I'm asking myself in the, in yeah. the studio. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's when I drop it in and when I have this vision of, okay, now I, I know what the track has to be like and I feel like the rest comes quite easily, then I, you know, it's, it's, that's when I know. Yeah. Mm. So it has to make it easy to listen to. It has to make the rest of the track sound easier or make it easy to finish. So, you yeah. know, it's like you don't overthink something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it has to come naturally. Yeah. And, and I have times where I don't find that element and that's really frustrating because I'm just building a groove. And until like like hours a uh, after starting the groove, I still don't know what I want to do with this track. So for, mm. for me, that's that's really important. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you've, we've talked about, you know, playing live and that you've played in nice clubs, cool clubs, and uh, some of the biggest clubs in the Netherlands already. But you're a very interesting producer to me as well. What, what's your favorite when it comes to producing or, or playing live? Because you seem invested in both. Um, I think from, from uh, I'm actually a producer by heart. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I start in, the, in, in my studio and I'll perform that when I'm, when I'm DJing. I don't go into the studio because I want to make something that I can DJ, if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 But if we talk about DJing or playing live, yeah. what's your ultimate goal? Is it a club? Is it a festival? And which one? Um, uh, that's another hard question. <laughs> uh, I haven't actually played at a, a, a sizable festival um, ever yet. So um, it's hard for me to... Um, to actually uh, choose between choose between the two uh, between club and, or festival um, but I would say um, and I kind of thought about this before I came here I, I, I see like uh, the parties that that are held in Adantore yeah. and uh, you know the vibe there like uh, from Toffler what I took away from that is that I, I love an intimate setting so sometimes the smaller the better um, and that seems like a really intimate setting with like the most amazing view And uh, if I could choose an, like a next uh, Holy Grail, uh, I wouldn't say something like Tomorrowland or something. I would keep it quite close to myself yeah. and I would say, you know, I would like to see me play at the Adantoa. Mm. With a good community. And exactly. People that I know and, uh, and a place where I can really test my, test my track. You know, mm. I can look the people in the eyes. Interesting. Yeah. But, mm. but I like it. I like it very much. But well. playing at Tomorrowland is not a... Not a bad thing either. No, it's, not, it's <laughs> definitely not a bad thing. Yeah. No, no. So before we listen to your second track, uh, I want to ask you a bit about other artists. We talked already a little about the Rotterdam vibe and what's going on there, but who are your, your in general, your favorite artists at the moment to listen to, to use their tracks to play live and producers you've collaborated yeah. with? Um, let's see. I think right now uh, of like the, the big boys, I would say Joko. I, I just love... Um, yeah. <laughs> what he, he, he brings I think everything that comes out of Joker right now is, is just next level um, and, and his uh, I would say low end for me is like is, is crazy and something that I, when, I li when I'm listening to the track um, I'm, I'm literally taking notes um, mm -hmm. while I'm doing so and, um, and, and it's, again it's a hard question because like for Groove I would say somebody else and for um, um, you know, melody. I, I might say uh, say somebody else, but but I would say Joko right now. Yeah. Yeah. And um, such guys. What's the difference between a Joko and the other DJs? Why is he the best in your eyes? 
what what is he doing differently um for for me it's it's really cool to hear things that i haven't heard before because if if you're a producer and a dj you know you've heard thousands of, of tracks and thousands of good tracks um that, that that are super playable but when you hear something that's um new and um also re technically really pleasing which is you know J joko uh, what what he, yeah. what he does is really very soothing very sound, soothing yeah. and it's it's so well produced um yeah. that it's it's for me as a producer with with like a producer mind as as i might say it's um it's it's really um it's really nice to listen to yeah mm. inspirational inspirational that's the word yeah Speaking of your producer mind, let's get back to uh, the music. And we're gonna listen to your uh, second track, which is uh, called Hallucinate. Yeah. Correct? All right, let's just listen to it and then uh, we're gonna talk a little bit about it. Perfect. Hallucinate. this track yeah so uh so this track hallucinate i, I made this track um again in, in the same way i i made the other one i actually had two other tracks uh just lying there for an ep and i, I wanted a third one and um i made this one in a day basically with a thought like you know i'm gonna i'm just gonna bang out a track in a day and I'll just have the ep finished and finally i wasn't happy with the ep only happy with this uh this track And, um, and yeah, that's that's how it came uh, came to life. So I, I scrapped the EP, uh, had this song, and basically thought, you know, I just want to get this song out there. I sent this track to uh, Airtime, which is the the label of Yes Jakob, and it's going to be released on uh, on the VA uh, around September. I, I don't have a specific release date yet, but that's when it's planned to planned to be released. Nice. Yeah. And tell us something about uh, the name of the track. Is there something behind it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um, hallucinate is uh, it's basically from the vocal, you know, before the drop, uh, a, a lady says uh, hallucinate, and then uh, 
and then the the drop hits um and before this it was called psychedelica um because uh in the track i also added uh, an interview of a of a a man interviewing a woman that uh basically hallucinates um and that's how i came From up with what? that name what was she doing i'm not sure i haven't watched yes, that you know i i know. haven't watched the whole interview <laughs> But um, uh, in the end, uh, hallucinate was a better uh, better name. Uh, I think it's more um, more uh, scene friendly, and um, and uh, it's it's rec more recognizable as well mm. because you know it's the it's the one vocal in the song, so mm. it's a uh, it's a good name. It's funny you say that both the tracks you chose today they're kind of the last one you made on the yeah. EP. Yeah. You already had the idea for the EP, and these were the ones that kind yeah. of came as a last. Yeah. Thing. Are those the moments you create the best tracks when you already know what the vibe of the EP will be? I think so. I think it's it's that, and uh, I think a, a bit of time pressure hasn't hurt anybody ever. Mm. So uh, I think I think that in combination with a bit of time pressure and so uh, you had the deadline for. Well, I didn't have a deadline, but I kind of I had two tracks laying around, and I I just wanted to get it finished, get it over with. So uh, I I didn't allow myself to uh, to get into details as much. So I got to that you know soul of the soul of the song quite quickly, um, and uh, and yeah, the, these two tracks um, th that's how they uh, they they become what they are now. Yep. Mm. Are these your? I mean, they're your two favorite unreleased tracks at the moment. Yeah. But you're coming with a lot. You're saying you have two EPs coming out now, or uh, even more. Yeah. So uh, yeah. and the VA as well. Yeah. So uh, there's a there's an EP coming out on Blind Vision. Uh, this one is coming out on Airtime, which is a VA release. Then there's another VA release with uh, Kai William, which you guys I think w he talked about it in his yeah. uh, his podcast. Yeah, I did. Um, he was saying that you were one of the most talented. Uh, he's, he's flattering. <laughs> he's so flattering. Um, uh, but great guy. Uh, he's uh, he's the, the label boss of Andera, of course. Yeah, yeah. And um, and then now because I also because I wanted to kind of take a back a step back of full production mode. Um, I'm uh, working on a collaboration with uh, Matisu, uh, which is going to be an EP as well. He's a really talented producer and. Uh, and uh, yeah, th th there's going to be great stuff in there uh, as well. And oh, that's he's from the Netherlands. He's from the Netherlands. Yeah. I think it's from uh, he's from Breda. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he, uh, he he's come to my studio or well my bedroom actually hmm. uh, three times now. Those are the best studios. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, well, not for uh, not for my girlfriend because uh, every time <laughs> I'm working on music, there's no uh, sleep to be found. Um, uh -huh. But uh, but yeah, so he's uh, he he's come over to Rotterdam a few times now, and uh, I, that's the the project I'm working on right now. And um, I uh, yeah, that's 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 what I what I have right now. And something different in the future. Um, is there one particular DJ you want to make a track with? Uh, a dream DJ, dream duo. Well, I think an easy answer to that would be Joko because right now I look up to him uh, him the most. I think. Um, and uh, yeah, that uh, that would be my my final answer, I think. Yeah, yeah, that that's maybe a goal, a dream that you want to achieve. But speaking about that, what's your ultimate dream for the future? We talked a bit about what your dream would be, mm -hmm. location to play live. But what what's your goal? Where do you want to see yourself in five or ten years? Oof, that's a really hard question. Uh, I'm kind of a guy and that don't takes be realistic. Yeah, dream. exactly. <laughs> I'm a guy that takes it a bit day by day. So uh, yeah, okay. I, I I'm I'm not really um looking to the future that much but i think it would be um basically being happy with 
tracks that are out, um, people uh, enjoying the tracks that are out. I think for me it would be, yeah, ha having having uh, the time and space and, and possibility to just full go for music, and uh, and do everything that that comes with that. I think that's mm. that's my main goal to be to uh, to uh, be able to do music full time because it's yeah. it's what I love doing the most and and what I do best. And then it's I, I don't have a specific label or or festival that I want to be and then say like you know I I've made it. I think it's more um, just being able to do what you love most and uh and continue developing yeah yeah the sounds yeah, yeah exactly because i'm not in production i'm not where i am where i want to be um you but never will be probably right <laughs> I, with the more freedom that you yeah. have i think every time you want to create something new yeah exactly become better yeah but that's a good that's a good thing that you take it day by day a lot of artists are like in 10 years i want to do this yeah. or i failed you know it's yeah. a bit it's a more chill approach but it can result in better yeah you know, i i do believe in like the the whole manifestation thing you know if you want to if you say like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna play in toffler that that that'll give you a, a bit of a mindset um yeah. that'll lead you to maybe playing in toffler um uh but in my production i i, I think i take it more uh, step by step yeah. yeah all right so before you came here we asked you to bring with you obviously unreleased tracks but also your all-time favorite house track yeah and everyone always says that's a very difficult question it's super because difficult. <laughs> it is and there's so everyone's like there's so many tracks i want to do everything it's every track i've ever played in my life but you came up for me it was a bit surprising you came up more with a chill vibe not really a club banger yeah it was more chill and beach kind of vibe, yeah. right yeah yeah what's it called again it's a uh, oath from uh, from Bodhi. this your favorite house track of all time uh yeah so uh as you said it's a hard question favorite house track or i think it was it was best house track ever yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's so hard because uh 
um, it, it, I kind of had to decide how I, I w- how I was gonna approach it um, because right now I have like a track that I look up to the most technically but uh, for for this question I, I immediately went back into a playlist I made in uh, 2015 so you know the, the tracks that got me into this mm. um, and uh, I, I went through a, a lot of uh, you know, classics like, you know, Hungry for the Power or Benediction or Reverse Skydiving, like stuff that I thought, you know, that, that fits this question. Um, but but this track in particular is, um, I think it's the first track that really opened my eyes for um, the really warm, melodic melodic sound and the, the first really wow factor I had, you know, when the beat drops, this amazing, like, groove, it it's the first time that I that I really really loved uh, a house or a deep house track, and that was when I was like uh, I don't know like 14 or, or 13 with my buddy uh, Bert uh, or Creature. Um, you know, we, we found this track. Uh, it was on SoundCloud then. I think it was promoted by some deep house Amsterdam deep house uh, page, and uh, and and it, it wasn't that popular, but th- this. Uh, for me, this track is still today is like a track. If you play this in a in a club, you know, probably like opening set. Uh, it's just it's so it's so amazing. And if you're having a bad day, or if you're start to produce and you think no, it, it isn't working, mm-hmm. sometimes you put this on and think, all right, does it give you inspiration in that way? I'm I'm not sure. I think it's. Um, I think this track in particular is just the track that I've been listening uh, to since I was 13 or 14 and still to this day I think like wow this is this is you know one of itself and it's it's uh, it you know it makes you feel something which again about the like the soul in in a song it's for me that's super important feeling like some uh, kind of specific emotion that something outside of music can't give and and that's why I, I'm still listening to this song to this day. Awesome man, I mean we're, we're almost to the end of this uh, podcast and it was great talking to you. Thank you so I much for that, having me. Yeah, I think there's a lot to come from you and from everything going on in Rotterdam. We're gonna follow it, we're gonna follow you uh, and of course uh, we're gonna uh, listen again to your mix which came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's one thing left to do. Tell us where everyone can find you on social media and what's what else is coming up. Um, follow me at um, Music by Million uh, and then Million with an L, please, because that mistake is being made every day. Um, one L. One L, L exactly. <laughs> one L. And uh, and for the rest, um, I just got on Spotify with my uh, with my Need You Two release on the And Hero VA. Um, that one is is doing really well. It's uh, sitting at number two in the hype chart and number, I think today it's around number ten uh, in the top hundred chart. It uh, it dropped a bit, but still uh, amazing that it's doing so well. So um, yeah, might want to check that out. And uh, and for the rest, um, keep an eye out for uh, down the rabbit hole, hallucinate, and some other tracks that are coming out on uh, on awesome labels soon. Excited to hear it all, and excited that. Uh that it's gonna come out and it's gonna do well for sure because they're bangers thanks to Johnny thank you guys for being here again again. (laughs) thank you so much guys